one. <laughs> Welcome. This is Deconversion Therapy, and I'm Bonnie. And I'm Karen. And at the top of the hour, don't worry. It's not it's an not hour. It's going to be an hour. <laughs> um, although it's taken us two hours to get right here. But uh, if you can subscribe, rate, review, tell all your heathen friends or Christian friends or Hasidic friends to listen, we'd appreciate it. And just to give an idea, our podcast is about um, just having fun and entertaining ourselves about leaving the evangelical church. We read letters from listeners and we talk about different things that are in the news and how it relates to when we were in the church and some of the funny memories that go with that. Yeah. And I'm trying to interject yeah. so it doesn't sound like you're just reading a monologue. Sorry. That was my, yeah. This is a good monologue. Okay. Um, and we're uh, not experts. No. That's for sure. No, nope. and we don't deal with serious subjects where other people who are professionals can deal with religious trauma. We are just wanting to inject our own trauma onto <laughs> listeners. So, all right, that that's it. No, th- we. I don't think we had trauma. You know. No, no. I'm saying that this podcast <laughs> could be traumatic. Oh, okay. As far as yeah, our lack of. Right. Said it's very education surface. slash experience. Right, right. It's just, you know, exactly. breezy. Yep. <laughs> and beautiful. I think I stole that from friends. I'm breezy. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh so great. Now we have to pay <laughs> some kind of royalty check. Right. Okay. Uh so what are we gonna talk about first? Just a little bit of a, a welcome banter. I think it's the things that we're grateful for this week is what we start off with. So, okay. um, yeah, tell me about yours. Okay. First of all, I finished my taxes. Um, yeah, which is a big feat for me, given that I usually get an extension and do them in the fall. Um, at which point I feel like I've won if I get them in a week before the deadline. And that's exciting. Um, but But my real thing is that I stole the exercise that Karen talked about in this week's My Favorite Murder podcast. So I made a list. Hold on. Yeah. Let's be clear what My Favorite Murder is, oh. what it means to us, and that Karen is not me, Karen. That's that's a good, good call. So Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstart host a podcast where they talk about true crimes and other things. But they also have a thing called Fucking Hooray. Is that it? At the end of it? Yeah. Um. So uh, in an attempt to also add some positivity to ours, we wanted to talk about things that we're grateful for because that's been, in my life, focusing on that is a big, big job, but it's made a heck of a lot of difference. Isn't that nice that I said heck? I know. Because I grew up in the Baptist church. We Uh, can take (laughs) this podcast off the explicit list. But my favorite murder is really what also got you and I going like, we should do a podcast. Because those women are just, they're, you know, at least Karen has this fuck it attitude. Let's just do what we want and not worry about what other people think. And it's taken right. you and I 
a while to get there, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I still worry because, you know, I care, but not yeah. not to the point of, oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to sit here on my folding chair and wear my dress that's all the way up to my neck. Um, yeah. And not say anything. But, uh, okay, so she had an exercise that her therapist gave her where she told her to, I'm assuming the therapist is a lady, where the therapist told her to come up with a list of five things where she noticed herself feeling good in the present moment. Did I say that right? Anyway, so that's the one that I did. So on my walk in the morning with the dog, we go to this bench and I call it my gratitude bench. And uh, (laughs) so I thought of like five things. I'm like, okay. So I looked at this flower and I'm like, just the color of the flower in my eyeball felt good. Um, It's been really cold here, so this morning it was not, and just feeling the cool breeze instead of cold air was nice. Um, The dog jumping on me in the morning, the taste of this perfectly combined, combined, combined tea with mint and uh, um, jasmine. Anyway, so like all those were just feelings, and they're it's great to remember them, and. And, and because so many times we focus on something that is crappy and we go over it in our heads over and over and the feeling that went with it and that like scribble above your head, like a cartoon and peanuts. Yeah, I, well, then I did that the other day and I even posted it on Facebook, the relief and feeling of accomplishment when you've got something in your eye, you finally found it, it's a tiny piece of fuzz (laughs) and you slowly pull that sucker out like is there's nothing more satisfying (laughs) um and then people commented with some other gross things that that were also satisfying satisfying. yeah i mean i guess so oh my god i missed that i don't look at facebook but so much but yeah that to me is what facebook is for but yelling into the void is (laughs) is what i call it Um, Okay, so mine is pretty much close to that when we're talking about mental health. I am thankful this week for my meds. So Wait, I um, thought the thing coming out of your eye was what you were thankful for. Damn it, is that all I get? (laughs) I can spread out the fun and talk about my meds on another episode. Okay, well, no, 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 talk about them. Well, I think it's important, like, people know that we're real. Like, you're sitting on a gratitude bench, and I'm (laughs) popping some gabapentin and some different things. But anyway, so, yeah, a few years ago, I had a mental health issue. I'm not laughing. Um, I'm sorry. You made me laugh when I had tea in my mouth. So, (laughs) okay, so be serious. Okay, so a couple years ago. Yes, I was in L.A. by myself in a hotel room, and I could not come out of it for 24 hours because I had some sort of, like, mental anxiety break. It was crazy. I, um, like, my family, I'm like, you're going to have to fly across the country and get me out of here. Um, Yep. And it's a long road. Maybe I'll blog about it on our um, website at some point. But... The good part of it is I am now on meds and it took me a long time to get the right ones and I hate swallowing pills, but I have tried to come off those suckers and I am just thankful 
that Zeus or whoever we're praying to invented those suckers because yeah, um, I can yeah I can function and especially with uh, different things with religion and coming out of it, which I know affected some of my mental health anxiety. I can I'm able to take a step back and look at it differently Um, because I yeah I'm with some people on Facebook who have left or leaving Christianity and they you know I want to mail them some of my meds let's put it that way because um, yeah they're going through a lot but yeah that's it I am thankful to all the pharmaceutical reps out there well, I will back you up on that. I agree because it it was manif- – I've had panic attacks before, and mine happened in Los Angeles as well, the perfect place for a panic attack in to start. L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Um, so uh, – and I did the same thing. I called my roommates, and I'm like, you guys, I might not make it home, and if I don't, this is the route that I'm taking, so send somebody. And um, it was terrifying. But uh, and then they went away for years and years. But then it started manifesting physically. And it's just a reminder that this is just a flaw in your your chemistry, not your character. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to work on both. I mean, you wouldn't not treat a toenail fungus. So why wouldn't you treat this? Same way. I'm so anti-toe and foot imagery. Well, that was for you. As Bonnie knows. I know. <laughs> it was all She sends for me you. pictures of gross feet, as does everyone who know. You know what? You I should just a, edit a that right issue. out because that's an invitation you don't want to extend. So mm, perhaps. Right. Okay, let me read one of my favorite things, though, that I read um, from Alex Bays, and I think he's a writer on Seth Meyers. He says, panic attacks are cool because one day I'll have a real heart attack and then take a Xanax and die. (laughs) (laughs) That's dark, but I like it. Exactly. I do, too. So are you going to read a letter? And send us letters. So we um, have letters that for, you know, quite a few more episodes, but we love getting them. And who knows, you know, we might do... Some episodes where we read two, it's going to get crazy up in here. So what we're going to talk about this week is what evangelicalism is all about. And a lot of people don't understand the difference between that and other denominations. But mostly it means that they really take that command in the New Testament, not the Ten Commandments, um, to witness and evangelize other people convert is about tell them about jesus yeah so um we asked for letters of maybe people who had some interesting times when they were trying to convert people and i got one from a guy on reddit who his screen name thing is way of the keto so I Did you research that that's not some okay, never mind. What's what? what's the keto? K E T O the oh, like diet. Keto. Okay, you, okay, okay. Yes. So I was thinking yeah. like keto, like it's some Asian gang. Oh I don't know. That'd be even better. Okay. So so you know, <laughs> the, anyone got stories, blah blah blah. 
<laughs> Stab you with romaine, huh? a stem of romaine. Okay. Um, so he writes, oh, oh, God, there are plenty, but I'll share the one that makes me most want to die. It was somewhere around the year 2000. I was either done or just about done with high school. I was a Pentecostal at an Assemblies of God church, and we had just gotten done with a several-month-long revival that had me convinced I was going to be God's next great prophet. Segue into what you're going to talk about today. I had a girlfriend at the time, and she wanted me to preach to one of her friends to turn her straight. You read that, right? She wanted me to convert a lesbian to (laughs) cis by preaching to her, and I agreed. And he agreed. (laughs) He answered the call, Bonnie. Um, I went to my, wait, I went with my girlfriend to this friend's house and barely introduced myself before before I started, quote, sharing my heart, end quote, with her about what the love of God could do for her and the sin she was in. I didn't get yelled at. Nothing honestly seemed to come from it. But to this day, I can't imagine what that poor girl must have thought of me. And I can't help but imagine how angry this must have made her at my girlfriend. I never got an invite back. (laughs) I'm feeling the cringe all over again about this story. And it hurts. Aww. I'm with you, keto, except for the whole disciplined diet part. Um, I have many a time that I've tried witnessing and feeling horrified. I like to sort of be, even though I was a missionary overseas, I still was into, oh, what they call it, like personal um, the what? witnessing that's more latent where you just live your life in a way that's a witness. Yes, that's how we should do that, it. Yeah, but it was also sort of a cop out. Like, I'm just hoping people approach me and go, hey, young lady, I like the way you're living. <laughs> Tell me, how can I be like you? You know, where you're hoping that it's sort of. Well, I'm going to jump into just a little bit of the stuff that I had from this story because it's exactly replying to what you're saying or it's it's appropriate. Um, There is a person who wrote an article and he is a missiologist. That's a person who trains missionaries um, and he works at Wheaton College. But they were talking about uh, the different ways of witnessing and, um, and I'm trying to find it here. It's something like, uh, the command is, uh, that Jesus said to pray and then go, no, that's not it. All right. Now I've wrecked you. No, I gotcha. The command go into all the world, preaching the gospel. Is that the one? I failed. I don't know. I can't find it. Shoot. But it could be taken. No, it's like go and make disciples of all the nations. Yeah. Okay. So if you're supposed to go and make disciples of all nations, the the best disciples are the people who live so passionately and so strongly that you want to be like them. Like Michael Jordan doesn't go out and go, okay, 
you've got to play basketball and shove basketball down your throat. He does what he does <laughs> and it's excellent. And you are a disciple. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you can take it both ways. I think you can. And it depends what kind of church you went to and like what you're trying to accomplish and what your personality is. And yeah. Yeah. What kind of church you went to? Because ours, I I was thinking this morning, like the the Mormon church, they make you go and what is it, two years that you've got to commit to being a missionary? Yep. Yep. They train you. They send you out there. Um, You don't get a choice. And, um, and it's very, very organized. And so I was looking for an, uh, you know, an analogy because ours was like, if you, if you wanted to be a missionary, that was great. And you were heralded and, 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 you know, respected, but if you wanted to just go to work and then come to church on Sunday, that was great too. You know, they, <laughs> Do you, don't you feel like that? Uh, yeah. But let me just go back and just remind you of the time I was on our street. Your grandparents lived at the end of our street and I had my, I'm sure rainbow tube socks. Nope. And they had Fonzie socks. They had Fonzie on them. Those were too thin to wear with my cool street skates. It's true. (laughs) And I had my skates that were tennis shoe ones. So, you know, no ankle support has really proven to be a good, um, yeah, my ankles I was so jealous of those things. They were royal blue with three Adidas Uh stripes. Yep. That's right. They were. They were so cool. And so I would roll, roll down my driveway, (laughs) go into the street, and then. Just picture <laughs> someone that is just bones, like my neck, my calves, my my torso, all the same circumference. And just sort of not skating smoothly, but doing that thing where you walk and try and go faster. And I started freaking out because two guys were chasing me. They were talking to me. And, of course... What? They were more say what they were wearing, and then we. <laughs> it's the usual, yeah, white shirt yep. and black tie, yeah, black pants. Yep, you got it. Yeah, on the bike, so like on the bicycles. Two scary twins. Yep. you know, talking to me, and so I'm going as fast as I can, and I'm like, well, I can't turn around. Maybe my parents are at home. I don't know. I'm going to go to Bonnie's grandparents all the way at the end of the street. So, like, click, 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 click. (laughs) And then your grandparents have the steepest driveway made of gravel. Yeah. And so I barely made any You know what? You should be thankful for that gravel. That gave you traction in those shoes. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But when I got there and I rang, they had a little bell. Yeah, yeah. And your grandfather came out. And I'm like, And um, he just looked and he's like, well, just stay right here. Um, But yeah, then he's like, then the guys followed up. They came up and then, you know, they talked to your grandfather and their Mormons. and Oh, yeah. He was not a fan Uh, of that. Uh, No. Okay. So, so our church was, okay. So if Mormonism, if they're like, they're like Ikea with organization and arrows, and this is how you go through the store, and Ooh, this is exactly mm-hmm. how you're going to do it. I think we're like home goods. So it's like, 
Oh. I love home goods. I love home goods too. It's the best feeling. Yeah. You go in there and you find something awesome and um, they don't have the same thing twice. You look on their website, they're like, we don't even know what we have, but come in. It's going to be That's a good right. time. It's going to be great. You're going to yeah. feel all cozy. And um, But you were like the lamp section in home goods. It's always organized. Ooh. There is always something of quality. You bring it home. It's going to be sturdy. It's going to last a long Ooh. time. But um, it's bright. <laughs> yep, and, and it turns you on. Yep, and it's a shining light. Um, <laughs> but I was like, you know, one of those random dog toys that they got one of. Uh, <laughs> like, it made some noise, but it, you know, just not offensive. the beautiful bookend. But there's only one of the bookend, <laughs> right. or like there's those. Really... Uh, I always go down. You can go down an aisle in Home Goods and find like those spoons that are covered in chocolate on the end that are dipped that you're supposed to swirl around in your coffee. You yeah. know, you buy one of those and one's missing, and on the way home you eat it, and you're like, "This is a." good a way as any to eat chocolate off the end of a right, spoon. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but yeah, I feel like our church was home goods and theirs are just, theirs are crazy organized and Scientology too, whether we want to call it a church or not. Yeah. Um, but we got And Judaism right. just took so, there's just so much organization anyway. True. Yeah. But, but you, you went for the, the missionary. I went for the gold ring. Yeah. 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 And so, so that segues into. Yeah. All right. You want me to start telling it? I do. I'm I'm relaxed <laughs> on my chaise lounge out in the sun. <laughs> I'm not sitting not on the a... floor of my closet. <laughs> so go. Yeah. Okay. This happened in November of 2018. And you may have heard stuff about it. So I'm going to just start telling it. There's a lot to unpack in this. And I'll try to go a little bit slow, but ask me questions as I go along so that it's coherent. Um, okay. Because I got a lot of the information from a great New York Times article. Um, to start off with, there is an island off of the coast of India. It's way off the coast. It's called North Sentinel. Um, it's crazy to think that it still exists because it's this tropical island home to just maybe they think 50 to 100 people and they live a lifestyle that is nothing like ours. They speak a language that no one understands. No one is legally allowed on the island because they don't know if you will come in and infect them because they have, we don't know about their immune systems. Um, right. People who try to visit the island have been either killed by the islanders or driven back. They're all armed with bows and arrows. Um, so in our world where everything is mapped, you know, like with Google Street Maps, this place is a mystery. Um, but that to me is like catnip to a person with uh, witnessing and evangelizing as their goal mm -hmm. because... <laughs> These are the people who have never heard about Jesus. So then. Oh, yeah. yeah. And let me just interject. Do it. Like that is, that's the, um, I don't know, rare diamond. Uh, that's a boring metaphor. But the Bible talks about like Jesus is not going to return until every last person has heard the gospel. And that has been interpreted as every people group 
So even if you just hit one, so if you um, like so, someone in that language, so if you hear it and you get the chance to say yes, I believe or no, I don't, that counts, and like you can get on to the yeah. end of the world and Jesus comes back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you're you're helping the J man <laughs> okay. return. So yeah. so there's a group called All Nations. That's the organization that this person, the missionary John Chow, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, that he was affiliated with. So his obsession and uh, and goal was to go to this island, North Sentinel, um, and infiltrate them and ease his way into it, uh, go to the island. He wanted to translate the Bible. <laughs> and, and just casually just walk by them and go, walk. oh, Hello. Yeah, he eventually wanted to translate the Bible into the language that they speak, which no one knows, by the way. Um, apparently, their language can't even be understood to the people who live on nearby islands. So, um, but John Chow went to a Christian high school, and then he went to Oral Roberts University, which, Man. for those who don't know, is a very fundamentalist Christian school. Um, and, yeah, I mean... Just the word oral. It's always <laughs> been a problem. Yes, but you're not allowed with... to laugh at it. Okay. In church. Um, oh, that's right. Well, I mean, it's not see, but we, Yeah, but we didn't even know why it was funny when we were. I know. <laughs> we saw older people laughing and be like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Um, okay. So his goal was to go and immerse himself into the culture he wanted to stay for years. He wanted to take it slow. Um, and so so he went. Oh, okay, so here's what, here's what it, you know, the nutshell of what happened was he landed on the mainland and then traveled to another island nearby. Um, mm-hmm. For 11 days, he stayed in a small apartment that he called a safe house. And um, there was this long note that he wrote um, that was eventually found, and that's where some of this information comes from. Um, And some people say that he was in this small apartment so that he wouldn't get sick, so that he wouldn't bring any kind of germs and infect them when he eventually became a part of the island. That's nice. So so he hired... You hear that, Jenny McCarthy? <laughs> okay. So, so he hired some fishermen uh, to take him to the island. The fishermen did not want to go to the island with him. They, they knew what would happen. Um, so they get close to the island. Uh, John Shaw saw some islanders on the beach. I'm reading part of this from this New York Times article. Um, Mm -hmm. He paddled up to them and tried to preach, saying, My name is John. I love you, and Jesus loves you, according to his note. They raised their bows, and he paddled back to the fishing boat. In English. Gotcha. Yeah. That brings us to the... It seems like, you know, you want to laugh at the ignorance of somebody walking up speaking English to these people, but he wasn't that ignorant. And he actually had taken classes in linguistics on how to communicate with people who did not speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell, tell <laughs> that we didn't, didn't utilize it right yet. Yeah. I guess you have, no. I guess your initial, you know, thing is to come up and say something that would 
translate what you're feeling. And all we have are our words and our language. But say what you had said about there was a theory that. Yeah, so there is, I mean, especially people who start getting into the charismatic and slash Pentecostal ones who believe that God works like miracles um, current day. Uh, And there are a lot of people who believe that we should do a whole episode on that because there's oh. There's some crazy shit, but um, there's a group of thought that believes like if you say something to someone who doesn't speak that language, mm-hmm. God will intervene and sort of translate it. Yeah, you know, take those little sound waves so that when the person hears it, they almost hear it like in their own language. So that could have been part of the belief system. I don't know. Because that is such a long sentence he's saying. He's not just being like, you know, hands up. Right. Hello. He's, he's, he's diving right into right. some stuff So this there. was his yeah. first approach to the island. They, they get their bows and arrows out, and he swam back to the fishing boat. So then a few hours later, oh. he tried walking onto the beach to leave some gifts like scissors and safety pins. And Ooh, then those seem safe. Right. right. <laughs> Here's a weapon. What are they gonna safety pin? I don't know, but I'm sure it was really well thought out. Oh, that's gonna get me thinking. Um Okay. Uh oh yeah, like clothing? I don't know. And are they gonna figure out how to use safety pins? I don't know. Um so then a boy shot an arrow into the waterproof Bible he was carrying, which oh. I just, all I want to do now is pause, Google waterproof Bible, see what it looks like. like Should have got that arrow proof Bible. Is it, and, and is it yeah. just a cover or is every page? I think it's every page. Okay. Wow. Um, so then there was a guy on the island, a guy, you know, one of the islanders, he stood on a rock and yelled at him. So it's not like they were immediately killing him. They just were telling him back off. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, but ultimately it didn't work. Um, he thought, he thought he would make them feel more comfortable, but he struggled to communicate. Uh, they ended up being aggressive as they have been with just about everyone else who tried to make contact with them. Um, he even thought that it would make them feel more comfortable when he approached landing on the island um, in only black underpants because I guess that was similar to what their garb was. Um, So they shouted at him. They shot arrows and killed him. So um, the fishermen were arrested for helping him and being part of getting him murdered. So their their families are very upset. They're frustrated. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're frustrated hearing his name because now – it's filled their lives with sorrow for the rest oh, of their life. Well, I think there were like pictures or something of him being dragged, like his body being dragged. Yeah, they said that they could see from the, the fishing yeah. boats that uh, they were dragging his body. And they did not wow. go to get it back. Yeah, um, I mean, right. I'd be turning on that engine and... Yeah. Grabbing the safety pins. So this is interesting. Before he went on the mission, he was blindfolded and they dropped him off on a dirt road in this remote part of Kansas. 
Um, so after a long walk, he found a mock village in the woods inhabited by missionaries dressed in thrift store oh, clothes. Oh. What? This was set up. You mean this, this is like was an his exercise? Mock, his mock. Uh, okay. He wasn't kidnapped. No, no, no. Okay, no. got right. it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was to make it as real as possible. So his goal there was to preach the gospel. Uh, gospel. Gospel. And the others were supposed to be um, physically aggressive toward him. They came at him with fake spears, spoke gibberish. Um, it was this intensive and secretive three-week missionary training camp. Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. I mean, he really didn't approach this just willy-nilly. Um, right, right. Yeah, because that's what I, when I heard about it, I thought he was much more. He was trained. As you say, willy-nilly. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, the, the woman who ran the training said that he was one of the best participants in the experience that they'd ever had. He also learned first aid, became an EMT. Um, he was just very physically active. Um, he did a summer course in linguistics. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, this is also kind of funny along the way while he was preparing, he struck up a relationship with, uh, a, a jerky company and they, uh, they give their product like beef. Jerky? Yeah. I'm assuming, right. I'm assuming they're meat jerkies. So uh, this product, um, they give it away to micro influencers in exchange for free jerky. So he agreed to promote them on social media. <laughs> Yep. So, um, okay. there, so back to the missiologist, if I'm pronouncing that correctly at Wheaton college, they said his intent was, uh, you know, well-respected, but the method was, was what was unfortunate and that the <sighs> case is complex and it reveals more than anything the quandaries for those of us seeking to understand what it means in 2018 to share the gospel with all nations. And this is from um, a Washington Post article. I mean, it's crazy because it is pretty much, I, I don't know if it's correct, but I heard that the organization might even be sued because it is like coming up to someone and putting a knife in their face about to injure them what he was doing because the physical like one it's against the law right you coming to our island could kill us like we're trying to reproduce we've been inbreeding for centuries right <laughs> and um you know we're still going but you're whatever you've got virus happening in your body yeah that there's no vaccine could kill us and that I mean that's I know that you know being a former missionary you pray for protection over you and you feel God is sending you somewhere yeah but I mean taking a step back now I realize it's colonization right like trying to colonize people's minds and mm -hmm. just like you know pulling african-americans you know, yeah. ancestors out of Africa and being like, you know, we're going to train you in the way to think and live and breathe. Right. And um, they even, hubris. they even cite 
you know, there, there's a lot of debate about this, and I really like the comments on the New York Times website because they're well-written. Um, but in this Washington Post article, they bring up the fact that it says uh, that in regard to people's choices, Jesus makes it quite clear in Mark 6, 11, saying, and if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, anyway, so that's... That's that story. And I thought that um, I was, uh, it just made me think of your experience as a missionary. Yeah. I mean, I was teaching at um, one every Thursday. I would get on the back of a motorbike. I was in <laughs> northern Thailand, Chiang Mai. But like we wore, um, I wore like, dresses all the time, not the awful ones that I just put on our Instagram from modesty wear companies, but like just trying to stay culturally respectful. Right. You know, because there are people who go Westerners who go over and they wear their shorts and their this and that. And people of those countries can peg like tourists. But if you wear something more respectful they're like okay this person's trying to be part of our community yeah so i would ride on the back of a motorbike driven by a stranger different one every thursday okay wait so if uh, you're riding in a dress were you riding side saddle or yeah yeah i could do you didn't just I could hike do it side up <laughs> saddle and i didn't even have to hold on to the person like i got good okay at wow. that and then um I would be taken up to this uh, Buddhist wat or temple, you know, really gorgeous, all the colors and the gold foil and the incense and the lotus blossoms. And I would teach some novice monks English. And, you know, I really felt like, oh, God's given me this opportunity. When I was asked to do it, it's like, that's a God thing. Right. You know, and then going up, I'm like, would pray for my protection. I would pray, you know, that by teaching them, hello, my name is Bill. Would <laughs> build a monk somehow. <laughs> that's right. That, that Jesus would speak through me to them and all these things. So, I mean, it's a, you're doing it out of humility, but it's such an elitism. Well, you know, I was mentality. I was hoping you would go into uh, I don't think we've talked about this before the how to how to get the message across to people who didn't speak your language. Do you see where I'm going? As far the as Oh, yeah, that was earlier in my career. So I went with a group called YWAM, Youth with a Mission. And um, some people call it YWAM, Young Women After Men. Uh, And I didn't even play that game. But did I come out with a husband? Yes, I did. Um, So, but we would go to different countries and because... No one knew the language. We would all do this ridiculous half dance, half pantomime. (laughs) And so you just walk around like we were in India. You just walk around this park and like go up to people and sort of do the come, you know, (laughs) 
sort of Come, thing. Come, pay attention and then to they me. they gather around. That's right. Uh, they like, gathered around. Oh, white people, let's uh, look at what they're doing. Let's gawk at them. And so then we bring out the boom box <laughs> and play music very similar to Job's music <laughs> on Arrested Development's magician stuff. Very, like, languid at the beginning and then it gets triumphant at the end and there'd be one like each of us would act out um a different uh vice so i think you i would was act vanity. out how do you act out a vice other than we killing had props bonnie we had props <laughs> so mine was i think it was vanity no collins was vanity anyway so one of the props is a mirror you know and you're looking at it and you're looking how good you are I was like party girl because I remember I was dancing or something Mm -hmm. I don't now I'm upset that that was a vice party girl but I know so everyone would act out these different things and then all you know the drunkenness one okay all that and then the Jesus figure guy comes out and all of us lunge towards him and push him back until he forms like that he's on a cross. Okay. And then we beat him up and he, quote, dies. Okay. And I mean, the people in the audience are like, oh, dear. And, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he jumps up and comes alive and hugs all of us and we change our ways. Okay. That's it. Yep. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what would go on in people's minds who don't understand the Christ story? Yeah, because at least mimes have a, a, a perceivable talent. Are you saying <laughs> I sorry. didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't so enjoy right. mimes, I mean, but I can appreciate that there is some effort that has been put into that. Yeah, I know. I like ours was just, it's just, and they're still doing that. I mean, that's still the right. modus operandi of most mission groups, especially with young people is, you know, hey, we're going to do these skit things. But the worst part is I cannot imagine what they think about that person dies and that person comes back. Right. And the Indians are probably just like, yeah, reincarnation. What's up with that? Yeah, <laughs> yes, so. we're we're there. Thank you for this beautiful entertainment. So let, let me tell you my yeah. attempt at witnessing more like you were talking before the on the subtle approach. So <laughs> my friend Rachel and I were playing tennis, and remember they used to sing this awful version of that. Uh, Island song, shut de do, keep out de double. And we would say double and shut de do. Oh, yes. oh, so I, I would, I was telling oh, her, I'm like, I can't stop singing this song. And it was shut de do, keep out de double. And so she was singing shut de do, keep out de double. And I thought, this will, this will work. Pretty soon she yeah. will be at church with me. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's right. Like that yep. would be. I got my Jewish like friend to sing a song I learned yep. in church. Yeah, I mean it's a fun song. And now, sure, and then it'll be once with me. they learn, it's like it's on yeah. Jesus to do the work. Yeah, yeah, done. I know. <laughs> and ticked that box. That's right. All right. Anything oh, else? 
I'm just, you know, I'm all for more letters. You got an embarrassing one. You got a great one. I want to hear just anything funny and entertaining. And people can go to our website, deconversiontherapypodcast.com. And we've got a submit your stories place. And it walks you through it. And we've gotten some hilarious, insane stories where we're all embarrassed. I mean, there were just some stupid, funny things that we were all part of. Um, yep. And I've got some more witnessing stories for Yeah, I think we future. all have a lot of witnessing stories. I know. Yours probably Our work testimonies. better than my singing. I was... I always wanted a good testimony, though, like people who are like, I was in drugs and I was a prostitute and I got, you right. know, and I'm like, eh, I was a baby <laughs> and I cried. And then, yeah, there's nothing. I didn't have a good one. but I know. But you can also um, find us on Instagram. That's where we are most of the time. And just look up deconversion therapy. We also have a Twitter that is largely ignored, but <laughs> we're there. So you can also look up deconversion therapy there. I like how you said we have a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, go see a Star War. That's right. Uh, after you go to the Shoney's <laughs> and the Walmart. All right. That's and it. And did we, that's it? Did, uh, you give that's the, I've got. did you give the website name? I did. Okay. DeconversionTherapyPodcast.com. Okay. Well, thanks. Yep. Send us your letters. Keep in touch. (laughs) Bye. I don't know if I like the keep in touch, but until we get a better sign-off. I'm praying for you. We're praying for you. That's not nice. I got to go take a bath.